what's going on? It is Wednesday. It's 9 o'clock. And y'all already know what time it is. It is time for the Dirt Dog Show. Yo, man, appreciate everybody that's checking in. Don't forget, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, also Amazon Podcast. You just tune in to the Dirt Dog Show on all social media outlets at Dirt Dog Show. All right, so hit us up on the emails, info at dirtdogshow.com. The website is coming very, very soon. And today, we have something very, very special for you. Now, look, you can go to my Facebook page right now. You see the StreamYard link. You can also click on to be on the show live with us. I would love to get you live on the show with us. We got the love doctor. He's going to be in the building today. And we're going to be talking about everything relationships and the 12 P's of a relationship. So without further ado, he is a man of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated, a brother, an alumni from my college, my university, Fort Valley State University. He's also the love doctor on social media, giving out some of the best, I say the best love advice, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, it's all positivity. And also, he, he's a man of God. I will say that he is a man of God. His book is out right now. And we're in the building. We're going to talk relationships, have fun with it. We got emails and everything. So without further ado, let's make some noise with my man, John Porter. What's, what's up, up, what's up, what's up? Man, welcome to the show, bro. How you doing today, man? What's up? Man, I can't complain. All is well, man. I can't complain. God is still good. God is always good all the time, man. So first and foremost, I want to thank you for taking the time out to come on my show, man, and show some love. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what happens when you get a cue and a noop in the building. So you know we about to turn up. You know we about to do it live. And also, we do it for Fort Valley State, man. So much love for that. But first of yeah. all, I just want to say congratulations to you, give you your roses while you're here, man. Tell us, first of all, let's get started. Just tell us about the book, and then we'll go into the relationship stuff. What's up, man? Listen, first off, I want to appreciate you, man, for having me on the show, man. You know, Team 1911, you know, yes. listen, it's definitely an honor and privilege, man. Because, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, you slick a legend in these streets, man. Oh, no. <laughs> like, for real, for real, you slick a legend, man. So it's oh, an honor man. and privilege to even be here, man. Nah, I appreciate your love, man. Thank you so much, man. It's all good, man. You know, and and I, you're a legend as well. I've been following you, and some people follow in silence. Every once in a while, I say something, but I, I ain't going to put myself out there and get cussed out on Facebook, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> to get started, I, I want to just start out right now and talk about what is, what was the motivation for, for, for you to be even doing all of this? What's your motivation? So back in 2021, I was in the hospital um, dealing with COVID. I had double okay. pneumonia. And the Lord had pretty much said, hey, man, get ready to write a book. So I started writing a book, and I started writing a book about me uh, okay. and what I've went through, what I've endured. And, you know, the title of it was Still Standing. Okay. So you fast forward a few months later, everybody's stuck in the house during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on social media. So right. I created the moniker, The Love Doctor, which okay. was based off of one of my favorite comedians, Corey Holcomb, who oh, yeah. used to be on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Right. And he would give the absolute worst dating advice ever. Right. So I kind of picked up where he left off, trying to get folks, you know, laughing through, you know, trying to get through this tough time during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But I also, you know, added some positivity and some inspirational stuff as well. Cool. So what cool. I realized, people needed the inspiration just as much as they needed the funnies. So right. people started reaching out to me and say, hey, man, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? And I've been giving relationship advice ever since I was in middle school. Okay, so okay. People would always come to me. They confided in me. 
and they knew that I wasn't going to steer in Rome, and they knew what they told me, it was going to stay there. So fast forward a few more months, back in May of last year, caught COVID again. So this time, it sat me down. Uh, so during this period of while I was sitting down, the Lord said, well, you need to write a book on relationships. People out here need to hear your wisdom and insight. So I toyed with it for a while, kind of picked it up, put it back down, picked it up, put it back down, start doing some other things, uh, promoting parties, started a clothing brand, working with stocks, just trying to stay busy during this time. But what really kind of got me going was my lady. She was like, you need to go ahead and get that book out of you. And so one night, about a month and a half ago, I stayed up all night and finished the book. And, you know, it's been a blessing. The testimonies have been coming in. People have been, lives have been changed and transformed because of this little small book. Wow. Wow. You know what? While we're doing this, man, I want to send a big shout out to all, everybody already checking in, man. One shout out to my man, Darren Marcus. Everybody know Darren Marcus. Yeah, That's my boy. You know what I'm saying? Warren Stewart just checked in, Cedric Jones, and also Stephanie J. Hey, look, man, you can, you can leave your comments. If you got any questions out there, we're going to start everything off. I want to start by asking you right now, what's the worst advice you ever gave? Do you ever think you gave some bad advice to somebody and they just end up breaking up? Because some of the stuff you say, I know it'd be true, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't go home and do it. You know what I'm saying? Believe it or not, I've never given anybody any dating advice for right. a simple fact. I don't want them to say that it was JP. John was the one that told me to do it, and I couldn't have that hanging over my head. Okay, so I always okay. tried to, you know, keep it, you know, logical yeah. and practical, but make sure that everybody, you know, benefited from the advice. And you know, and that's that's where I, when I see it, I laugh at it. I can tell when you're being serious and when when you when you clown it, but when you clown, right. it'd be so much, it'd be so many facts when you clown. Facts. You know, checking the cell phone. It'd be facts when you throw that out there. So right. what I would like to do, we're going to talk and have some fun with it, but let's go into the 12 P's, okay? Now, you were telling me a little bit offline about what it's about. So give me some of the P's. Give me the more. What, what are the 12 P's in a relationship? Tell me about that. The 12 P's is actually 12 different P's. Uh, you got your prayer, your purpose, your patience, planning, punctuality, privacy, punctuality, pain, perseverance, priority, and peace. Wow. Okay. And, and I just broke so, down like each chapter. What, how, right. What's the flow of the book? So you start off with prayer. So you 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 know it. Prayer right, so, because so, so tell me a little bit about that, important. man. Let's talk about the importance of prayer in a relationship. Because I'm gonna tell you, man, I've been married twice, bro. So I, right. I you know I, I'm fully transparent about mine. We were talking offline, and one of the things that I never got into, like my second marriage, I did a bit. I got more into the God and bringing God into our relationship. But the first time, it was it was, it was completely absent. But let's talk right. about prayer in a relationship and why you, why you, I know it's important, but you give me your spill on it. <laughs> so with God in the middle, in the center of your relationship, mm -hmm. it won't fail. Okay. Because if he's in it, it's not going to fail. And you have to keep him the main priority and the main focus in the relationship. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong. They go based off looks, lust, <laughs> and, and, and instead of, you know, the focal point of prayer. Right. And if you're dating and you're seriously dating somebody, you want to be able to keep them covered in prayer as well as them keeping you covered in prayer. Right, right. So I it's mean, just, a, it, that's one of them things that's a no-brainer for me. 
Yeah. Uh, because we have to keep each other lifted in prayer. And no, God absolutely. has to be I, I clearly remember because, you know, and this is, I, I'm going to get into myself, man, because I'm glad you're here. When I, when, I, when I was married in my last marriage, one of the things that I, we prioritized was praying with our children. You know, I, we had, she had a son, I had a son. And so every night, you know, right around nine o'clock, we all, you know, congregate, get together. How was your day? It changed the whole uh, atmosphere of the home. You know, one right. of the things that it did, I saw my son's grades go up. I saw communication there come in and say, hey, dad, you know, I want to talk to you about this. It opened up a lot. So I believe in the power of making sure that your spiritual life is connected, not even with your spouse, but also with your children as well, because it brought some peace in our home. So I, right. I know that prayer is definitely very important, man, very important. I couldn't even date a girl that don't pray. I couldn't date someone that's not a believer. I just not, that's not my thing, because I know that it's going to take God to make sure she can love me because I'm crazy, Charlotte. So it's right. going to take, take a right. whole it's lot of God. a whole lot of prayer to deal with me. <laughs> A whole lot of prayer, man. So I appreciate that. What's the next P, bro? The next P is purpose. 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 And, and what I talk about in the book, purpose versus preference. Everybody, okay. you know, that's the, the new verses. You, you either per dating for purpose yeah. or you dating for preference. And uh, Ebony K. Williams made it known about dating with preferences here by the media lately. Yeah. So, But for me, I'm all about dating for purpose. Right. Because when you're dating for purpose and it goes back and it ties into the prayer. Right. Because you're purpose driven. You're doing things based to help other people. Right. And, you know, as you get older, things are going to change. Gravity shifts. <laughs> you're going to put on a little bit of weight and, and you have to make sure you establish that solid foundation with friendship and purpose versus preference those good looks are gonna wear away right and what else exactly. after the good looks what else do you have right exactly now look we're not gonna give away the whole book they got to get the book so tell everybody how they <laughs> get the book right now because i'm not gonna go through all the 12 p's we're gonna have a little bit of fun so tell them how they can get the book man listen you can hit me up on facebook john porter you can hit my dms you can hit the john porter experience or you can go to instagram the 12 p's of dating the book and it's also available on Amazon. Okay. Now let me ask you this. I'm single. I'm, I'll be 45 this year. I just moved back to the A. Dating is difficult. It's challenging. Now, the funny thing about it, when I was in Florida, Love Doctor, this, this is my time. I'm, I'm going to put this out. You can give me some Go ahead. Love Go Doctor ahead. When I was in Florida, I was invisible. You know, Florida, like, you know, mostly island people, you know, Haitian, Jamaican, you know, not a lot of whole, like, just black sisters there. That's a different thing. Latino women, right. but the moment I changed my Facebook profile that I'm in Atlanta, man, my DMs went off. The Facebook day, I got all these hearts and stuff going crazy because I guess like up here's a shortage, you know, just of like just just men. I guess just straight men, to be honest with you. I don't know if that's the key, but and I find it difficult to date because I'm at a certain level in my life where I'm just I'm on purpose, right? If we gonna go right. have some coffee, get to know each other, and we kicking it. I said I said on my Facebook last night, look, if we are talking. We are in a relationship. We are we are in a pending relationship. You right. know what I'm saying? Like if I'm talking to you every night, we're in a pending relationship, pending commitment. You know what right. I'm saying? Because right. if I'm talking to you every night, I'm giving you my energy and my time. We talking. What's your thoughts on that? What's your, what's your thoughts on talking, dating? Are you still single? Can you see a whole bunch of people? When oh. you turn that into one person, at what point do you go to one person? First off, I'm going to commend you for dating in Atlanta. Because <laughs> it's... 
Listen, the ratio is probably 15 to 1. And yeah. the women up there are aggressive, especially Man. if they see a single educated brother that's about their business. Yeah. They're latching on. So I commend you, salute. Uh, because it, it, it takes a strong brother to do right up there in the eight. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you one of the things that I run into that's kind of funny, man. We can get into this though. They they want your full resume on the first day. You go meet them for coffee, they want to know how much do you own a home? Of course, they don't know where you work, what are your finances like, what is your credit like. To me, that messes up the first time of just getting to know you. I think like you got to take some time. That's my personal opinion. But they right. want to know everything. And it's so funny because when you see their dating profiles, I tell you, all the women put the same dating profile. They need to look at it. They say the same thing. I'm a woman of God. I want a good man with a good job with good credit. I like. I want him to have a sense of humor. I want you to be in shape. I want you to look good, carry yourself well. Oh, don't forget the car. Oh, don't forget the expendable cash. And I like to travel. When a, it's, just, it's just hilarious to me, all these things they got. Personally, I'm going to tell you what I want to do. I want to meet somebody, connect, and we vibe naturally. I want to be able to sit in a room with this person and be quiet, and we're not, like, bothering each other. Our space is comfortable. Our time is right. comfortable. I might have to import a man, man. I've been importing, man, from, like, Texas, California. I've been doing that, bro. But anyway, that's what we're doing on the dating side. How, what do you think about that, John? I totally agree with you, man. It should flow organically. Um, well, here's what people mess up. And, and like I said earlier, He's cuz said, what, what's your dance? What's, what's your blood, blood type? <laughs> that's ATL. That's dating in ATL, Shardy. What's your blood type? You want to make sure. Are you an organ donor? Right. <laughs> but I think, I think when people mess up, when they don't, it has to organically flow. And you should try to be friends first and take yeah. that time to get to know each other. And right. it's cool to have the questions, you know, just. But on the first day, it shouldn't be 21 questions. You just kind of go on with the flow. Seeing right. what each other like, uh, and, and that's part of what you know the dating is. Dating is like fun, you're getting to know this person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we all know a lot of people, the first six months they send their representative anyway, <laughs> yes. Authentic yes, yes. So, I always tell people try to be their friend first, try to get to know them, their ins and outs, try to see them in every season that you can. Right, before right. you commit to them because you know life happens uh and you just need to know how they respond to that right 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 no exactly and i agree with that 100 percent. and i'll be 100 percent transparent i'm gonna be transparent also let me just get that out the way but for me i have been employing like the 90 day thing like steve harvey's talking about like i actually been out on dates but i haven't been sleeping with them or nothing like that i kind of feel like sometimes that mixes up the emotions and you don't really understand what's going on you might feel like <laughs> You're in love or something that you feel like it's love and it's really just infatuation, it's lust. So I've been chilling on that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a man and I I'm definitely want to get to that point. But I, for me, because, you know, I'm a little bit older now, I got I got a whole lot more to lose when it comes to dating. And I've been married before. I know one of the mistakes was just jumping into bed too soon. So right. what do you tell people about jumping into bed too soon? Are you, well, I mean, what, do you, what are your thoughts on I that? Tell, I tell people to take it off the table. Okay. Especially when you're dating because... Once you start having relations, you mess around and you'll get yourself in a situation that you thought you wanted to be in, and that infatuation, especially if it's if it's good, you mess around. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll throw your whole brain, it'll throw your whole brain cell off, and you're thinking off. 
So I always tell people, you know, everybody's going to be grown. Everybody, mm -hmm. you know, going to do what they want to do. Uh -huh. But I always say, take that off the table because that really should be the icing on the cake. Once okay. you get to know this person, once you vibing with this person, once you say, okay, well, I think I want to commit to this person. Once I think we're in a relationship with this person, you see it, you know, y'all building together and you're possibly trying to think of long-term, mm -hmm. then go ahead and, you know, implement the sex. But just, you know, off the rip, for me now, that's 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 a no-go. Now, okay. 30 years ago. <laughs> you said 30 years ago? It's been different. Hey, man, Fort Valley State taught me a lot. I see you got that Boyd Hall shirt on. I, I was yes, more hard, though. I was more hard. <laughs> but, yeah, Fort Valley, let me ask you something. So you say 30 years ago it was different. When you went to college, was you on another level? Dirt dog. <laughs> Listen, and that's one of the things uh, that I shared with my ladies that I've you know, dated over the last 15 years. I've always been open up like you. I'm transparent. I always tell the truth and I always make sure that I tell them, say, listen, I have a past. I used to be a ladies man. Ladies okay. used to love me. I used to love them. Right. But over the last 15 to 20 years, I can see that I've matured even in this last relationship that I'm in. Um, I can see how I've been maturing even more uh, to my grown man-ish. And you got somebody checking in. Let's see what she's talking about. Dazzling Williams. Hold on. I mean, let's get it. Child, rarely do I hear men accept or receive that concept. I do agree sex should not be the go-to, but a number of people get upset when you want to take sex off the table. Mm. And guess what? If they get upset, that automatically off the rip. Let them know that they're not for you. One thing about yeah. it, if a dude is really into you, he's going to wait. Yeah, that I mean, and I'm gonna tell you that's facts, man. You know, you know, I I had my Fort Valley days too, and then when I was DJing, I was, but you know, I realized now I'm more attracted to the conversation, uh, where you are. You know, what I'm saying nobody has to be perfect because I'm not. We all have a past, and, right? And I like to talk about moving forward. You know, where are you moving forward? In, in your life and then do i even fit in that in that kind of plan so you got to have some real conversations and i agree you know once you start doing like what they call sneaky links now we used to call it cut friends back in my day i'm over right. and right. that's really what it's just about it's like you know i, I mean you know I, I got some horror stories man i woke up i remember i was in, in, in middle of georgia i woke up one time it was a girl like the coat was over her head in my bed i ain't even remember what happened Right. I, I mean, I'm just being real. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, it was a right. wake up call for me because I was like, yo, what am I doing? You know, this is like 29, 30. You know what I'm saying? You out there just right. living a life. I'm like, what am I doing? I went to the bathroom trying to figure out who was in my bed, man. That, that I know that's kind of trifling, but I just put out that's my past, though. And right. so at that point, that's at the point when I said, look, I might need to like slow down. That's when I tried to go find a girlfriend, but I was trying to find a girlfriend to slow me down when I really should just slow myself down. I didn't need a woman to do that. And I, you know what I'm saying? And that's why that relationship didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to work on me. That's the right. biggest thing about that. You know, I tell my people, I tell my friends all the time, when I got divorced, uh, my last divorce was five years ago, actually, this month, five years ago. And I stopped everything because I had to raise my son through, through high school, get him to college, and I just worked on me. That's when I lost the weight. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I got my finances in order, got everything in order. And I'm trying to wonder now, how can I be in a relationship with somebody and still keep work on me at the same time? Because I feel like a lot of times we get lost when we get in love or we get lost when we get in a relationship. And I think one of the things I don't want to do and what I'm trying not to do now is find a good woman, then lose working on me because working on you is a constant thing that you have to do. What are your thoughts on that, JP? I think a lot of people, and you're absolutely right, a lot of people want a finished product, but you aren't a finished product. Everybody is still evolving. You're not going to be the same person you are five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or even five years from now, because right. everybody's constantly evolving and changing. And right, right. everybody wants to finish product. And everybody is a work in progress. Everybody has something that they need to work on. And you have to be honest and real and transparent with yourself. And if you need, you know what you need to work on. Um, like for me, uh, the last five relationships that I've been in, I've asked all of them, what could I have done different? And what would you tell the sister that I'm dating now? <laughs> you took that chance? <laughs> yeah, because I needed to hear how I was and I needed to deal with that. And I needed to deal with, you know, my past. Right. And all of them pretty much said the same thing that say, hey, man, you're a good catch. You're going to be a wonderful husband. It was just a timing thing. Right. Because I'm going to be honest. And a lot of people say that, you know, they've had bad relationships. I can honestly say that I haven't. Oh, wow. It was me. I was the problem because of whatever season I was in in my life. Uh, once when my mom passed away, I man, wild out. When my dad passed away, I didn't properly deal with that, you know, grief. And it spilled over into my relationship. So oh, okay, okay. it took me, my mom died in 2005. It took me to 2015 to actually sit on somebody's couch and get therapy. Wow. And I was all the more better for it. Okay. You know, I have a saying, man, you can't fix what you aren't willing to face. Okay. Okay. 100%. Now I haven't got to the point where I've been in therapy yet. I did some, um, I did some, I, actually I did do some, I did some during the pandemic. Um, because when I went through the divorce during the pandemic and then I was in the house, that's when you think the most, right? You right. know what I'm saying? Like I started thinking crazy stuff, man. I started losing it, you know, honestly. And I was like, okay, what happened? I'm replaying things like that. So actually I did, I did it for a minute but I want to get back to it because I'm in a different season of my life. I think that's something you should do consistently because you got to have somebody that you can bounce that stuff off of and put some things in perspective for you. So I, I, I commend you for doing the therapy, man, and being there. So you're still doing it right now, right? Listen, I went and sat on somebody's couch today. Yeah, okay, okay. 100%, man, 100% down for I'm, that, down for that. Before because, and I tell people all the time, if you live through the pandemic, you yeah. need counseling. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just so much crazy stuff. Like you said, you're forced to deal with it. And remember the time when you couldn't leave the house. Yeah. And if you yeah. had static in the house, think yeah. about it. The divorce rate skyrocketed after the pandemic. Right. Because right, people right. were living with people. They were living with strangers in their house. And yeah. step. Uh, that's oh, yeah. my lady right there. Steph. Oh, it was right. okay. It was so so like her real quick. Yeah, so okay. we, we're advocate for therapy and or life coaching. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and both are necessary. 
right. therapy, you need to go work through the resolve. And after that, you had life coaching. Okay. So okay. listen, it therapy, listen, I'm an advocate for it. All right, all right, cool. That's 100 percent So what we're gonna do right now, tell them real quick where they can get the book at. Then we're gonna go to some entertainment news. So tell them real quick where they can get the book at, man. Amazon.com, or you can hit me up, John Port on Facebook, or you can hit me up at the John Port Experience.com. All right, we're going to put the link in the description, too. And also, when we do the recap of the show, we're going to have the links for your book on there as well. So go get it, the 12 Ps. The 12, the 12 Ps. Piece. The 12 Ps. Check it out. So, look, it's time to take a little break from a little pause for the call. What we're going to do right now, let's go into some entertainment news. Yeah. And we got an email, too, John. We got an email coming up. We do emails. The emails are wild. And we're going to talk oh, about boy. the emails. Stick with us. So let's go ahead and go into entertainment news right now. We got a lot going on. Make sure you log on, dirtdogshow.com. And you can follow us at Dirt Dog Show on all social media plus. We're on Spotify, we're on Amazon Podcast, we're on Apple Podcasts. You can also check the recap of the show, like, subscribe, and share. All right, let's go into entertainment news. There's wild stuff going on, man. Jonathan Majors right now had to stay in court for the domestic abuse that he says he has proof that the girl had was partying after that. They had video proof. His attorney started to get thrown out, but the DA has not thrown it out. Now, of course, now he's claiming it's a racist witch hunt. The woman that actually is at the center of the whole discussion is a white woman that he was dating at the time. They got into it inside of an Uber. The Uber has a video. Plus she went to the club at the alleged attack and partied and ran up his credit card. They came back to his house. She had the keys. He found her in the closet. And when the cops came, he says that the cops were coaxing her into the, into the um, situation. Like he hit you, right? He, he put his hands on you, right? And stuff like that before they arrested him. So now he's facing that, and his lawyer is claiming that it's a major witch hunt. Now, JP, are you familiar with John? I mean, he just dropped the Creed three. You know, he got right. big things going on, and you know when you blow up, things happen. So I got my boy Dre, the super producer, he's on now. What are y'all thoughts about your boy Jonathan Majors, man? I just for me, I think if I had the kind of even me, yeah, you have to move differently. And I think a lot of times, sometimes celebrities get caught up in the hype. And I ain't saying, you know, because I, I don't know the whole ins and outs of the story. Right. But I just know that you have to move differently when you're in the spotlight. Because right. in the blink of an eye, you already know people are after you. People are trying to come up. People are trying to do this. People are trying to tarnish your name. So right. you just have to be real careful about how you move. Even you know, now. I, 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 yeah. I move by myself. I, I, I know a lot of people, but I, I roll solo dolo. No, man, me too, man. I agree 100%. Look, you know, I'm, I'm far from the celebrity that he has. But, you know, this is a common story that we see, especially right. when somebody like he just, like he's right on the cusp, you know, right. you know, NFL players, professional athletes, period. When they see the come up and then, you know, in our community, let's be real on the show. We always say, well, we go out and you go get Becky, and then you have issues. But no, I've seen brothers have sisters that have issues as yeah. well. So you can't really right. blame it on the race thing. You know what I'm saying? That's not where I'm going to go with that. I don't think that has nothing to do with it. But moving different, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword because you get everything, the money, the fame, you get your, your, the, the, the ability to be what you want to be and live your dream. You want to share that with somebody. Why is it so difficult for a celebrity to date someone without the drama? You know, right. what is what is the why why does that have to be so much drama when it comes to our celebrities? I do feel like sometimes they come after the when you're about to blow up because they're right. gonna get your paper, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a money grab, you know what I mean? Right. Um right. Trey, what's up? What you gotta say? No, I, I was about to say you 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 hit it spot on, right? But I don't the, the only thing I, I'm not 
totally just um, agreeing with is that it's not that celebrities have more drama. It's just that as soon as they have drama, we know about it, right? Like, right. Yeah, I'll give you that. Y'all don't get, y'all didn't hear about, you know, my, me and my wife drama this morning, right? Because I'm not yeah, right, 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 right. Let right. this show blow up and you might, right? You know, but hey, I'm going to say this. Some people be on social media first thing in the morning putting yeah, all their business out there. That's different, though. Right. That's them yeah. put, Now, here's, here's what's really important about this, 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 um, this major thing, though, because uh -huh. I'm thinking. I'm thinking back to what. I'm thinking back to the. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't know if you remember what the text that came from the from the female, from the girlfriend. Nah, I heard about it. What, what was up? Right. With that? Okay. So the text kind of. If you read that text, it kind of says that. If you read in the middle of right, if you read between the lines, it's she's pretty much saying, yeah, the cops was trying to get me to say this and this mm -hmm. and that. Right. That would have did said, but look, man, I watch enough law and order to know that ain't gonna fly. Right. <laughs> well, it, it might not fly, but I think it's important to point out because yeah. we don't know, like we know who we know who Jonathan Majors is, but yeah, we right. don't know if those cops just saw a black dude, a large black dude with a white woman. They yeah. may not have known who he was, so they could have pulled her to the side and was like, Yeah, yeah, he was trying to hit you, right? Right, right, right. Ain't, ain't that you know, and she could have said no or yes or I don't know, I don't remember. And they just ran with it. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we we look at cases like that all the time, you know, saying it's like living while black. I know people say driving while black, right. walking while black, running while black, just being black, you know. Right. <laughs> but you know, you know, that's facts, you know. And I and like I say, I my I, I am, you know, it's just like 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 John said, man, when you when you on that cusp, you gotta move different, man. You know, I when I was doing radio in middle Georgia, man, I I, I had to learn the hard way. I just couldn't be out there. I got locked up in middle Georgia for stupid stuff, you know, being young. And I was like, why y'all bother me? But, you know, you just become a target um, no matter what, because it's just like, look, honestly, I just I just wish he would have moved different. I think that right. plus what I want to say about that. Now, I just came back to me. Thank you, God. I almost lost it for a minute. But I want to talk about cancel culture. We're so quick mm. to cancel right. and ruin this guy's career off of alleg allegations. You know what right. I'm saying? You know, and that's the thing that as soon as she, as soon as this came out on the news, he lost the army endorsement. He lost a movie deal. Mm -hmm. You know, people need to understand that people are always going to come for your pockets, man. You know what I'm saying? That's the way they control you. Finances, they try to control you there and then control your freedom. And he's being challenged with both right now. So I'll be mm -hmm. honest with you, man. I hope that I don't know the situation like John said. He wasn't, I wasn't there. The way that it's looking, it's looking like they had an argument. Something went down. She grabbed his phone. Come on, John. You know how many times a woman will grab your phone, right? Yeah, you know, it, it sounded like it, it sounded like something that we all could possibly go through. Yeah, I, just, I, yeah. When I read it, only like because that, he's a celebrity. Yeah, it's, who you, who you it's, and, well, because the police were called, right? Right. Jackson, who, who on your phone? You know, blah, right? Blah, exactly. Blah, we 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 all you know go through that. But yeah, right. so we look. We're gonna I think. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, no. I, I was just about to say because I. I'm I'm just of the of the opinion that I believe that what the lawyer is saying is true. I honestly believe that she was coached, and yeah. I think that when this is over, she's going to recant, and we're going to know. I think the truth is going to be that it's not what we think it is, and and I want to go back to what you said about this cancel culture thing, right? Yeah. What I'm worried about is with our black celebrities. When they, because I don't really believe in cancel culture, but that's another conversation. Right, I do believe in holding. Right, I hold. I, I do believe in holding people accountable. 
right? Mm -hmm. If you do something, if he did this, then he should be held accountable, right? But right. what I'm noticing in Hollywood is that our black celebrities, they get held, held accountable for a long time. <laughs> they don't get to come back. And I'm seeing a lot of white celebrities that do get to come back from whatever they do. Like Will Smith, what, what Will Smith did to, to Chris Rock, Hey, that's egregious, and we should we you know we we should all be upset by that. Right. But how long is Will Smith supposed to be in the corner? Right. Look when yeah. when when I know some I'm not gonna say comedians like on this show, but there's some comedians that did worse than Will Smith and worse than Jonathan Majors, and they back out on tour, and they got HBO specials and Netflix specials. <laughs> Come on now. Now, look, we all know it's a double standard, you know, and, and the sad part about this is he, and, all right, look, man, this is a whole other topic we're going into. I'm I know, gonna, I know, to the next story, But This is the last thing, and I want to go to the next story. But look, one of the things that I that I want to say, especially for black men, once we're painted as angry, uh, aggressive, not being able to work with, you know, things like that. See, nobody ever saw Will Smith get mad. You yeah, know, to that, me, night, that, right. that was that was the caveat of people like, damn, you know, now me as a brother, I know that this man had enough, you know, like he just had enough. I'm not saying it was right. You know, I'm not, you know, wrong, right and different. We didn't seen that before, but they paint the picture where you have to be docile. I hope I use that word right. right. You, you had to, to be docile. Yes, sir. Go with the flow. I mean, even at my job, I work, I work in corporate America, man. I can't walk in there with an attitude. I can't go in a boardroom meeting. And just be like, we ain't doing that. If I even raise my voice, they'd be like, oh, Ronald's mad today. <laughs> Ronald, are you okay? I could be quiet at my at my desk in my office, man. They come in, you haven't said much today, Ronald. You know, it's, it's, it's that's a that's a whole nother show. That's a topic. But let me tell y'all, it's definitely out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh oh, well, that's my mom right there checking in. We have huge expectations of Will Smith. She's gonna be checking in live with us too, man. Got a little mom. Mother's Day is right around the corner, you know what hey, I'm saying? So, all right, so next topic. Robert De Niro. Oh. I got to give some props to Robert De Niro for having a baby at 79 years old, man. Yo, I don't even think I can have a baby at 45 right now. He had a baby at 79, bro. What? And, and, and I want to say his wife in the 60s. That's yeah, irresponsible. That's a young thing for him. That's irresponsible. No, 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 wait. I saw it on TMZ, no. The, the girl is, uh, the woman is, now nah, 40 something because she was like a Tai Chi instructor that he met on some set. Yeah, I do know that. Little young, yeah, little young turn around. He's keeping up with him, man. I can't even keep up with young what? girls right now. Because you don't have Robert De, De Niro money. Huh? If you had Robert, if, if Robert De Niro was checking, <laughs> checking my receipt when I walked out of Walmart, they wouldn't be checking for him. It's, that's the money, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, I'm not <laughs> that's paying the money. money, but come on, man. I mean, 79, he's still popping them out though. Because he's really? Robert De Niro. Right. Well, okay. Well, he whatever he got, I need those pills. I need them sent to my house immediately. If he knocking them <laughs> down like that, I'm sorry. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't lie about nothing. Robert De Niro popping out baby. I know I couldn't have a baby right now. Nah, but, that's, huh? All right. So let's go to the next story, man. Your girl Beyonce is having tax issues. Everybody's talking about that. I had put on Facebook and I was like, "Yo, how's she having tax issues?" And she married a Jay-Z, but a lot of people jumped on me real quick and let me know they filed and separate. They got corporations, things like that. I was going to talk to my mom about that and get on to talk about that. But the good caveat is they just put out that her tour grossed over $2 billion already. Her, her tour goes over $2 billion. Not million, billion. Janet Jackson is still in the millions on her tour. Beyonce, 
two billion. Them tickets was like what a thousand dollars a piece? No, right. ten. Some of them was ten thousand a piece. What, what, what was that? Ten thousand dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 go in American Express, dude. Some of them ten, tickets, 10, and they were paying them. They were paying $10,000. 10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $10, $
if people doing things like that, that should be some kind of repercussions for stuff like that because that's just a health risk. But first of all, that's, that's more than that, man. That's like gross, but it's like a TikTok challenge now. What do y'all think about these crazy challenges and these things that they're doing that's just gross, man? What you got? People doing anything for likes, man. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a dangerous, dangerous game. Because let's just say you do have a transmittable disease and you end up licking folks' ice cream and people get home and they don't know it and they, they mess around it out. So it's just, it's, it's crazy. You just have to be careful out here in these streets because as we can see, folks do anything for likes and follows on, on Facebook and TikTok and everywhere else. Yeah, yeah and, and, so, and just like... Um, not just that, but these these pranks, like these pranks are starting to get out of hand. There was a guy right here in, um, it made national news, right here up the street from me. Um, I think it was up in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, where I live. That uh, this guy was doing a little prank for his YouTube channel. The dude he was pranking turned around and shot him. Wow. Right? So wow. these, these, these I'm going to say kids, but a lot of them are grown, you know, grown ass people. Yeah. Right. They yeah. out here, you know, trying to, you know, I am getting money. You know, get your money, but don't get it at the expense of other people, right? Yeah. And I got a question for you, um, um, John, because I think you worked in law enforcement, right? Mm -hmm. Is there? Because I was wondering this, just like Dirt Dog said, I was wondering this when I watched that video. Is there? Is there a way to go after them? Like, did they break a law doing that? The is it theft? Is it theft because they opened something and? Didn't it buy it. Is it is it like endangering the public? I mean, it got to be something. They can't just be. They can't just walk away. Right. Yeah. I think the worst worst case scenario to be a misdemeanor theft or a misdemeanor misdemeanor criminal trespass. Okay. Uh, now the felony could possibly come in. Let's just say with the situation I said. Let's say somebody had AIDS and or some other transmittable disease okay and they passed it on to somebody else then they could be charged and i won't say that's a felony charge but i think the worst that they could do is is a but it has to be something like aids it can't just be a, a cold like it could it just be the cold like like i would hmm. be pissed if they gave me a cold and i had to miss work i bought that ice right. cream right but I, no i think it has to be something that's uncurable what yeah. Hey man, either way, check it, check it, ice cream. Check your right. ice cream. I shouldn't it. have to, dude. <laughs> you shouldn't have to, but check it. You if, the, check. If, the little, if the little plastic thing is pulled back, don't eat it, Shotty. All right, look. And hey, we're gonna move forward because we're about to close the shot a little bit. We like we run a little bit. Hey, Dre, do we have a quick email we can get to? We, we can get do. Back to we right, do. Let's get to the emails real quick. Hey, John, our emails are always wild. So I'm gonna read an email and we're this gonna is, go uh, through it. This, so let's check it out. This one and, and dirt, you haven't uh you didn't see this one yet. No, I ain't seen it yet, man. I, did, I didn't. I didn't send this one to you. We're gonna so, do the email, and we're gonna close out, John. We're gonna sure to get the book, man. While we waiting on the email, to this a doozy. Y'all ready? You gonna read it? Yeah, I'll read. It. I'll read it. You All wanna right. read it? You can read it. Out. Okay, look. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost three years. We have been living together for over a year, if you count quarantine. I recently came out as bisexual, and since then, my boyfriend has been hinting at wanting me to have sex with a woman. We have spoken about threesomes as an idea for the future, but never had an actual plan to do anything. This weekend, he got drunk and decided to tell me that he would like to include one of his female friends from college in a threesome. This came to a surprise for me and made me feel very insecure and uncomfortable. 
we were able to have a conversation about it. And I told him I am not open to do it right now, especially not with someone he already has some sort of relationship with. He also told me that this would be a deal breaker long term, which came as a surprise to me as we were planning on getting married. Now I am questioning everything about our relationship or if I even should trust him around his female friends and it's making me go insane. He has never done anything to make me feel this way before and I am afraid to go off the deep end with jealousy and mess up our relationship. What should I do? Sign Chrissy. Whoa. Jake, <laughs> take that first, bro. Let me give you some water, man. My, my throat dry reading all that. Let me get some water. Take that first. a lot to unpack there. First That's off, uh, I don't even know where to start with that one because it's just so much that you're dealing with. Uh, I think for one, like I said, with the whole quarantine, people's minds, the idle minds, the devil's workshop. And, and right. she wanted to experiment. Uh, they kind of somewhat agreed to it. Uh, and you have to be careful about what you bring in your bedroom, man. I agree uh, 100%. And, and you, because there's some stuff that you can't shake loose. And <laughs> now he done brought the ex in who he already done slept with, so now she's insecure about the whole thing. Now she's wishing that she hadn't done what she did. The best thing for them to do is to. I say seek counseling first, uh, go to therapy, and talk to somebody, and then if that doesn't uh, work, they need to part ways. Because it, it's certain stuff that's just you just can't come back from. Hey, man, I've I seen a lot of things, man. I'm going to go back to the old opening up the Pandora's box like analogy. Like, look, bro, some things you can't walk back from, right? Now, I, one thing I will say, you know, for me, I'm a Leo. I'm a selfish lover. I don't want... Nobody with me and my lady in the bedroom with me. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I honestly, that's just, that's just where I come from. I've seen a lot of things in my life. I've seen some things I'm not proud of, but I don't see any, any indication, especially where I'm at in my life right now, where I would even invite. Cause look, the, the, the big test that all the women say, look, if you want to invite another woman, what if I want to invite another man? You know, you see that a lot. And right. ain't no dude going to want another dude coming there for no threesome. They always want to bring another woman in there most, in most cases. So put yourself in that that's, that's a train. That's not a threesome. That's, That's a trend. Oh, well, you're versed. Right. You're well versed in what, what things are, aren't you, Dre? <laughs> I'm 50, dog. I, I've been right. <laughs> you know, so my thing I, is. I'm only like, a nice guy now. Yeah, me too. I've changed. <laughs> and what I would like to say, because, you know, I, um, I know your Jazz QT Jazz Bob, she said it's a man's point of view is different. I don't think my point of view is different. I don't want to do that. But I am, in a, I am dating with a purpose. And I want one woman that we have a good uh, physical relationship together, not. Not a whole bunch of them, but I'm older now. I mean, you know, they say we change when we get older, JP. Now, you right. would ask me this at 26, I'd have been like, yo, just meet me, you know, blase, blase. But now I just think it's a little bit different, man. So I don't know to give any advice to Chrissy. I think one thing for Chrissy needs to do is she don't uncomfortable doing it, definitely don't do it because that's going to be awkward anyway. You cannot engage in a sexual act and be uncomfortable. And if it's making you insecure already, you insecure with just talking about it, you really should have never agreed to it in the first place. Really, that wasn't in you. Right. In my opinion, like she, I don't think she agreed to it though. I, I think, I don't think she ever actually agreed to it. It was something they were talking about. I think this is what I think is going on. I think just the introduction of this this ex girlfriend has got her shook. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah, I mean, that's, on, that, that's understandable. A threesome should be a threesome should be a random, right? 
or somebody y'all meet. It should not be somebody you got history with. This dude is trying to have the best of both worlds. All right? He's trying to R. Kelly that thing. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, like, no, I mean, I'm not being honest. Like, that's like, that's right. like, he's trying to have the best of He wants his ex. Anyone, like, I mean, seriously, the ex, right. you, you know, look, but I, I, let me tell you a story. When I lived in my, when I lived in South Florida, there's a club in Miami called Trapeze. <laughs> trapeze, look, Trapeze is a swingers club. It's mm-hmm. invite only. Now, mm-hmm. I had a couple invite me. You had to be invited if you're single. Or you had right. to come as a couple. They invited me to Trapeze. Okay, they were married. You're not supposed I to be telling this. You know that, right? Huh? Go ahead. I ain't supposed to tell this story. <laughs> Y'all can, you got to you stop it. You the producer. All right, anyway, <laughs> let me finish. I didn't, I didn't I ain't talk, I ain't for the show. I'm just talking about the whole thing. <laughs> but keep going. I ain't supposed to tell this story. They probably going to come, come, you know, cut me up. Anyway, so I ain't telling no names. But anyway, let me tell you what happened that night, though. Because I went. Yes, I did. I went and partaked. It was wild. Things flowing, things you you seeing things. It looks it's like a movie. You can't believe this kind of stuff is going on. But right. his his wife found a guy. He saw his wife kissing a guy, and he lost it. He lost that. He was good mingling together and everything like that. Um, and he saw his wife. He he lost it. You can't do that in there. They put you out. Obviously, if you start arguing with somebody, not how it goes. We all had to leave, and they ended up getting divorced. And they were only married a couple of years. And that that was like the one experience I had when people when they go into these situations not really understanding what it all means because the man are having some kind of fantasy in his head that this is what's right. going to happen, but women have fantasies too, dog. Right. You see what I'm saying? So if you go, what's yeah. good for the goose is good for the gander. Is that what they say, JP? Is that right? Right. So, so I think men no too. Yeah. What you no say? Wants to see their precious little angel. Getting that boom beat out by somebody else. That's not true, John. That's not true. I lived in Europe for 12 years. I can tell you that is not true. There is I say this, look, man. Chrissy, we wish you the best of luck. Honestly, I'm gonna tell you, I don't think that's gonna work. (laughs) I don't think it's gonna happen. I think y'all on the cusp of breaking up, all right. I think her coming out, I think her coming out by. I think that shook him and he's seen the opportunity. Right. And he, and I'm, I'm going to tell you something. He actually messed that up. Right. <laughs> yeah. He did. He messed that up. Look, man, look, look, she might get gone. You might bring a woman in the bedroom and she get off and going with the woman. You know what I'm saying? You never know. He could lose her to that. Or, or just, you know, she just might realize she don't want to be with him. Right. And, and, and cause you know, look, guys can be insecure and that's what I think happened. I think he got insecure when she, when she realized she was bi, that dude got insecure. And instead of him having a, an, a mature conversation with her about a threesome, he went and pulled some girl from his past. Right. He messed that whole thing up. He would have, this is what I think, he would have got what he wanted if he would have just kept the, kept the conversations open. Well, Helena says some people like to watch their mates. That's, yes, that's, that is very, very true. Hey man, teach, yeah, yeah, get it, get yeah, out. Teach us all. Hey, I don't judge anybody. I don't judge anybody. All right, no, JP, look, JP, we want to thank you, brother, for being on tonight. Hey, before we get up out of here, man, go ahead and tell everybody I didn't get your book before we close out. Tell everybody to get your book, man. Listen, you can get it on Amazon. You can follow me on Facebook at John Porter, or you can get it at the JohnPorterExperience.com. Listen, I appreciate you having me on here. This was fun. I enjoyed it, man. Hey, yeah. and we'll, you know what? And we'll we'll bring you back from time to time because I just want to like when we get these crazy emails and stuff like that, 
the love doctors in the building. I want to thank you. And as I always say, much success to you, brother. I got your back, man. And I and I appreciate you sharing and doing everything. Much success to you and your lady. You know what I'm saying? I, I will come and DJ y'all reception if you want me to. I'll have a great time with you, all right? But um, I want to thank you so much. And I'm 100% a supporter of what you're doing. Dre, any, any last words before we close out, bro? Only we didn't get a chance to do the Ask the Love Doctor. That's That's it. We, yeah, I know. Like every every everybody everybody commented and nobody came in live. Like, I'm well, trying we, to get the thing. I don't want you to be on the show. We didn't ask the yeah. love doctor anything. I asked the love doctor about my life. I'm a single man trying to get it going on, you know. But anyway, mm. other than that, man, JP, thank you. Oh, well, oh wait, we, since we still got six minutes, can I ask the love doctor something? Yes, you can. Go. Okay, then this is serious. How do you get women to stop talking while you're watching TV? How do you get women to start talking while you watching TV? Yes. Tell her to shut up. You can't say shut <laughs> up, dog. Come on, man. I'm just joking, See, bro. That's why I'm asking the love hey, doctor, not dirt dog. That's the love doctor, man. <laughs> How do you get them to shut up, man? Just say, you know, just say, hey, babe, listen. If if it's not an immediate need, let's talk you about You know it's not immediately. You know it's not. And that's my boy Terrence. He know because we just had this conversation yesterday. He that's said, why. Get TV in another room, but they ain't gonna they'll follow you enough. Sometimes it's best to go and have a conversation just so you can have peace of mind and finish watching the Lakers win. But it just depends on you know she she may just want some attention, just love on a little bit, and, and I get I guarantee you that uh, you might want to listen to her. You know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing there is no way. That's what I'm hearing. Let me tell you, yeah. man. My mom, I'm gonna tell you, I my didn't want to say that. Like, that's mom, what you're saying. My mom right there. My mom has a girl cave. And my dad has a man cave in the house. He mm -hmm. has this TV where he watches sports, and she has a TV where she watches HD TV and all that stuff. And I, I was just there Sunday, and that's how they get along, man. They have a man but, cave but, and a girl cave. Okay, but what what about us? Who? Because my wife got her space, and I got mine in here. Right. But you know, but we do sit on the couch and cuddle. Sometimes, and here's what's in here. Come on, love doctor, help me out here now before I go back out there. Because <laughs> we still got four minutes. Yeah, love doctor, what you got, man? I'm, yeah, look, I'm, I'm just saying, look, when I walk out, mm -hmm. when if I, if she's watching TV, right, if she's watching something, some of them girl flicks things, I don't say nothing. Nothing. Right. I just sit there. I'm not into the show. Right. I just, I just listen. If I'm watching something, is questions all the way through it. I gotta continue to pause. Okay, love doctor, how do I stop that? It and now it depends on if like she's well for let's say you're watching a football game and if she's but it's, not, it's not football because I'm not into sports, but it could just okay. be anything. This is for everybody out there. She just wanna come in, listen, she wants some attention, she wants you to love on her. It's best that you go ahead and love on her, bro. Ain't no way in other words, I just got to deal with it. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, man, just can, can, I say, can I say what I would do, but don't take yeah. my advice because I'm single and been divorced twice? <laughs> What's up? What's I up? Do. I would work on having a space for myself and a space for her. Now, when we want to come together, we pick something to watch together. Like, I see my mom and my dad, they watch Power together, right? And right. when they do it, they just kick it. But one of the things that I've always felt like, and my mom taught me this too, you got your pros and cons with anybody that you want to be with, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, look, I can let her ask the question and go through it. Sometimes you just got to deal with the nagging, bro. That's just how it works, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that it's a give and take. But if you really want right. your, your 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 privacy and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Get a man cave, 
get a she cave that'll do a thing when y'all come together she gonna ask question man because that means that she's engaged with you bro i'll tell right. you what if she sat there silent and she didn't say anything to you through the whole show and she just kicked it you probably don't miss that you know you missed you ain't loved out you know you missed something when she stopped doing it you right. your girl, but she stopped calling you every day when she leave work that was one of your posts if your yeah. girl stopped calling you every day when she leave work to see how your day went you're gonna yeah. miss it let me tell you something before my wife left me she used to call me every day she was she was in education about two o'clock she'd be like hi i just want to call you i'm on my way home baby you know which what you want to eat for dinner blase blase when we started having issues and she stopped calling i noticed you know what i'm saying so sometimes you gotta like understand that she giving you that attention bro don't we back off talking That's about calling we're talking about we what i'm watching tv <laughs> Damn it. All right, man. I'm watching TV. I I don't, I don't, <laughs> hey, man, I don't have issues right now. As y'all can see, I'm very alone in my place. It's just me, no dog, no nothing. I am I, I, I am the definition of an empty nester, okay? I can get up right now and just go out there in them ATL Your, your mom said focus on the good. The list of complaints are equal, man. Yeah. You ain't going to find nobody that you just going to 100% get along with all the time, bro. So focus on why you, why you love them in the first place. Think about that. Y'all been together for a minute, man. Yeah, right. we have. I, I've been putting up. I've, I've been putting up with. And wife, you tell me about you tell me about how wonderful she is all the time off the She air. is. She is. Look, I just, <laughs> look. My listen. My one complaint. Well, I have two complaints. It's two complaints. I got still got a minute. Two complaints. When we pull up at McDonald's, we don't been at McDonald's a million damn times. <laughs> Why are you looking at the menu? That's a woman thing, bro. Right. And they never they never get what's on the menu. They got to add something to it. Give me my fries, extra hard, no salt. Um, or I don't and want anything, cool. and now you're gonna eat half my damn fries. Right, See, That's a come thing, on, bro. get over it. I, I'm oh, going. Yeah. I'm ordering this book. Where I'm going to. Um, I'm going to uh, Amazon.com. I'm ordering the get twelve. Get the twelve P's, man. You know, get it, y'all. Obviously, you having some issues. <laughs> I, 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 I do not want to have a show where you hit me up to my brother. Can, can we talk about divorce on this show? I do not want to hear that. <laughs> I'm going to Virginia to visit you and your wife. Y'all need to be together I when you. I get there. Stay together. All right, man. Look. Get the book. We're gonna re repost this show, John. This has been a great show. Everybody was engaged. The twelve P's. Yeah. Get it. I'm gonna put it in the link in the description when we repost the show. Y'all be blessed. We out. At Man, we need an outro. We need an outro. We need to play like we need outro. so. Peace, y'all. Jay Z week. didn't shut me down. Jay Z didn't shut me down. Not yet. Right, I'll see y'all next us. week. We'll holler. Peace.